Hello, everyone, and welcome again to the Something Heavy cast number something. With me, as always, is Robert. Thank you. My name is Chris, and this empty space here is usually Becca, but she has actual, like, work to do. She is otherwise engaged at the moment, yeah. so you get with, you're stuck with us. But this is cool because yeah. it's kind of retro. Yeah, it's back, it harkens back to the to the olden days yeah. of months ago. Indeed, of days gone by of yore. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, one of the things I want to talk to you about is there's this stuff floating at sciency stuff. Okay, um, and I love sciency. Right. Um, but as we've established, none of us actually really know anything about science. But it's interesting. I don't think we've ever claimed to know anything about science. We're just like, hey, let's do science things to that. Yeah. Um, so there's this uh, star out in the uh, vast reaches of the cosmos. Okay. And uh, around it is this giant circular they don't know what. And uh, the the most commonly accepted theory is that it's just it's a ring of asteroids. It just okay. has, like, you know, like the rings of Saturn or, you know. Oh, okay. That just right. has, but the way it looks... And the way it's looking, it looks like it might actually be, there's like a 1% chance that it's like an actual alien megastructure. Like, oh, really? a, like, yeah, like seriously, okay. like, um, a circular, a circular world, like a, a circular, um, what's it called? Not like a Dyson sphere, but just basically like a halo. Hmm. Yeah. So the, and I don't want to get my hopes up because, you know, it's probably not aliens, but, ah, uh, what if it's aliens? So it's so it's around the star. Yeah, it, like it circles the star like an asteroid, like, uh, like an asteroid, like the ring, like a ring around a planet would. Okay. So and it's not like behind the star. No, no, no. It's around it, and it's humongous. It's like huh. it's gigantic, and they're, they're literally calling it a, a, a mega structure. Okay. But in order for it to have been built and be there that whole time, that tells us two things: one, that it's really, really old. Right. And two, that whatever civilization built that is so far advanced beyond us. It's not even funny. He's like, we're just not even going to go look at it. <laughs> Fuck that. No. We're just going to ignore it. Just yes. Like... We're going to pretend we didn't see it because yeah. we don't want them to notice us. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm positive it's just an asteroid belt or some kind of weird galactic anomaly or, you know, space genom- anomaly that no one's ever seen before. Like, oh, sure. this is a new thing we discovered. Check it out. Sure. New shit's discovered all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's great. Yeah. But I want it to be aliens. Okay. I'm okay with it being aliens. Real bad. Like yeah, well, and I mean, as we've discussed before, I have, I like, I I believe that there's aliens. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're anywhere near us. Fair enough. But I also I'm not afraid of aliens. I don't see why any like civilization with that kind of technology that might be able to come here mm-hmm. would be here to do any bad shit to us. True. If they're that advanced, mm-hmm. if they're that intelligent. Like I, I, I would only see them as peaceful. Hmm. <clears throat> So you're thinking that maybe they would have evolved past the need for war. Yeah. And conquest. I mean, why would they? Fair. Okay. That makes sense. If they came here and they're like, what would they be here for? Take our shit? Well. They're like, y'all got mad rocks and we need that shit. So many rocks, we're taking all your rocks. Think about this. What if they're like, because you know how our phones operate off of like rare earth minerals and stuff like that? Okay. What if they need that for their civilization? Like, hey. We done exhausted everything that we have on our planet, so we're going to come take your stuff. We're just going to strip mine the planet. Yeah, but well, maybe they would come here and be like, yo, we need this stuff. Maybe we can work out a trade. We got, like, we got this dusty old closet, like, jetpacks. 
Mm-hmm. Like literally enough for everybody. But like hover boots and yeah, um, something like uh, lightsabers. Yeah. And uh, oh, basically, I want Halo technology. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I I want them to be like we um. When we were still a warlike culture, we developed a super soldier program. Mm-hmm. Would mm-hmm. you guys be interested in that? Because I'm sure most governments would be like, hell yeah. And I, I, yo, right here. Mm-hmm. I will sign up first. Isn't Master Chief's armor supposed to be like like a couple of tons or something? Like, isn't he? Because he's like a. He's like a super. He's like literally a super soldier. They like. Yeah, he was part. Something. Basically, what happened was he was born on the planet Iridanus. Oh, okay. Okay. This is how much of a dork I am, guys. I've actually looked all this up. Um. <laughs> He was born on the planet Iridanus mm-hmm. in uh, the year 2500. Okay. And he, he was taken from his family and replaced with a, the identical genetic clone. Okay. So they would never know. And he was put into the super soldier program. Right. And, like, I think they stole, like, 160-some children. And out of that, only, like, 32 survived All right. the program. Yeah. And he's one of them. He was the 117th. That's why he's John 117. Okay. Um... And uh, after all the experimentation and, g- and cybernetic implants and stuff like that, he ends up being, like, oh, well over seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the, the Mjolnir armor yeah. that he wears, I want to say it weighs, like, several hundred pounds. Right. Okay. But he can take it because, you know, yeah. he's got he's super structure and stuff like that and all his bones and whatnot. Yeah. And, um, but I would like to think that the alien civilization that put that mega structure out in space, they can be like, hey, we can, uh, we can make that happen. Yeah. Also, we've uh, interstellar travel. That's just, we're going to throw that in there for free. Right. Okay. Um, we're going to give you levitation technology. Mm-hmm. Um, also, how do you feel about advanced laser weapons? Right. And I think most of them are like, okay, that's, uh, I mean, all right. It's right. a projectile base, but whatever. And then they give us a bunch of blankets and they're all like infested with uh, the flood. They just don't realize it. Like, oh, oh, shit. I didn't think about that. So, oh, no. We sold our planet for trinkets and baubles, and then they gave us the plague. Yeah. Rats. I knew there was a catch. There's always a catch. Yeah. Why can't I just have alien technology? I don't know. It's just... Probably just white folk out flying around. <laughs> oh, here's a plague. It's... Oops. It's a bunch of space Mormons. Sorry. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I laughed so hard I choked. Um, I just think that's cool. I wanted to have... Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of like weapons and stuff, yeah, uh, I've discovered something that I think is probably the best thing ever, the best thing ever. Oh, that's a bold statement. Okay, which is um, the TSA's Instagram. Okay, it's just a hoot. Cause because the stuff people bring to the airport. Yeah, because they take pictures of it, shit that they confiscate or whatever. Yeah, and then they put it up on their Instagram. What's some of the craziest stuff up up there? Um, there's a lot of crazy like decorative like knives and stuff. Uh, the people, and this is all stuff that's found in like people's carry-ons. Right. And so like, there was like a, uh, I saw, it was like a, like the Kroll fucking blade. The glaive? <laughs> yeah. Really? It was like that. Oh, okay. You know, like someone was, they're like, this, this was in someone's carry-on. Can't bring that shit on a plane. Come on guys. Clearly. <clears throat> a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, fake or, uh, inert grenades for some reason. Like, that's a constant. Okay. Uh, bottles of gunpowder. <laughs> Lots of just legit guns. I'm like, okay, Hawkeye, are you and the rest of the Mohicans going to go fight the, the Mohawks Literally, one, uh, there was one a, a couple weeks ago. It was a fucking tomahawk. Someone had. That's pretty dope. I love tomahawk, yeah. actually. Yeah. Bunch of hatchets. Yeah. Um, 
the craziest thing I've seen so far is someone straight up tried to bring a meat slicer in their carry-on. Wait, like I'm like from the deli counter, like yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah. Look it up on the TSA Instagram. I think I'm gonna it's check on I'll, that motherfucker. I will check that out. Mm-hmm. How though? Like, straight up, just like you know, like ammo fucking belts like a bandolier yeah like a bandoliers and shit of of lime ammo yeah okay just for some reason i this makes me feel like we have to say this you can't bring a weapon of any kind onto a plane you can check it yeah i've taken pocket knives on on trips across the country by checking the knife with my luggage that's the best you can do yeah this isn't passenger 57 anymore guys yeah and it it's kind of made me like think like because we were always talking, we always talk about, you know, like, oh, fuck TSA, like, yeah. what are they, they really going to find? They find a lot of shit, I, and, like, people are hiding shit. I just, I don't understand what would possess someone to think, yeah, you can totally take a small axe onto a plane. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. No, and the thing can. is, is that, like, if you just, if you're going through, you know, the TSA checkpoint, and you just happen to have a fucking hatchet in your bag, like, they're just be like, you can't take this, and they'll take it from you. Mm-hmm. You still get on the plane, you're just going to get on there hatchet-free. Right? No, you but, should. But once you start hiding shit, like, that, then it becomes a crime. You go to jail. Prison. Because, and there's a lot of that, too. Like, people actually hiding knives and shit. There's a lot of, like, multi-tools people are trying to... Like, they're yeah. putting in, like, the... Like, there was one, I think it was just today or yesterday, mm-hmm. where someone put a, a multi-tool in the battery compartment of a flashlight. Mm. Just trying to get it through. There was one where this guy, like, this little uh, fold-out knife mm-hmm. that he had, like, clipped on the back of his tie. That's actually pretty clever. Pretty clever. A lot of little knives and shoes. Yeah. So now I can't complain about the whole taking off your shoes thing anymore. Because they're legit finding Because they're really finding shit in people's shoes. There was one that was, like, someone took a straight-up 9mm pistol and then stuck it in some uh, Chuck Taylor All-Stars. And then just wrapped it around and stuck it in a, their carry-on bag. That's... Like, as if that's gonna... They're not gonna notice. Because it's wrapped up in a shoe. Well, here's the thing. Unless, like, like a polymer gun, even, like, a, a plastic polymer, like a Glock, yeah. has metal parts inside of it. Yeah. It's gonna set things off, guys. Yeah. Oh, the, I think the craziest one I saw was uh, a bunch of AR-15 parts mm-hmm. stuck in uh, a bag full of Legos and then in, a, in a, like, a Lego set box. <laughs> okay, that's kind of clever. That's kind of clever, but the thing is, is that maybe people don't realize that those, the things that, you know, when they scan your bags, mm-hmm. what it really sees is metal. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of sees shapes of the other stuff, but I mean, it's just like, if there's metal, that just comes right out. So you can't, like, wrap something up in a sock if it's no. metal, and it's like, it's not going to conceal it. But do you remember in the first Mission Impossible movie when uh, the bad guy... Mm-hmm. I don't want to say who, because I don't, because I don't want to spoil the movie with all the twists and turns, even though it came out um, almost 20 years ago now. 20 years ago next year. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was John Voight. John Voight did it yeah, all. Yeah. Um, when he got on the train, he was he sits, he sets down a CD bo- uh, player boombox, which we all had growing up. Yeah. We all had a CD player. Sure. Mine got to the point where I had to keep it wedged it shut with a penny. Yeah. To play CDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he starts taking that apart, and he, he pulls the gun parts out of the, the the mechanisms of the CD player. Right. And it makes me wonder, could you do that these days? Not these days. Back then, for sure. Pre-9-11? Yep. 
Oh, you could have totally snuck in like a disassembled no pistol in. But like, what I'm saying is like, okay, so you took like a case of like like a, for we'll use a CD player, okay, mm-hmm. and you took it apart mm-hmm. and replaced similar looking pieces with pieces of like a like a, a homemade disassembled gun. Do you know what I mean? Okay. And you stuck it all together so that it wasn't like blatantly obvious. Like if they open the CD player, you know. There's nothing in there. If they look inside, there's no batteries. Like I was like, oh, it's just, I don't have the box for it. I don't want to put it in. You know, uh, I don't want to check it because it's going to get all smashed up. Someone to carry with me, put it up top, or put it under the seat. Or anything. You know what I mean? Like, could you do that if you were clever enough? You think? Um, I, maybe I guess. Because like, I want to see if like we can MythBusters that. I'm not going to. How about we don't MythBusters that, and the MythBusters just bust that? I yes. Let's send them a letter. Um, <clears throat> did, I don't know. I don't know how you could disassemble a gun and then like hide all the pieces, make it look like it's part of a something. I think the only thing that would definitely give it away is is like that's why it would have to be a homemade gun, right? Like it couldn't be like you couldn't disassemble a Beretta because there's still like a giant chunk that looks like a pistol. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you could take the slide off and maybe get away with that. And you could eject, like, maybe the magazine. Uh, kind of, maybe, if you, like, hit it really well inside the ma- It had to be a, a huge boot box. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying, if you made, like, a special homemade gun that was sm- on the smaller side, held five rounds, but completely came apart. Right. Could you do oh, that? Oh, what was that movie? Um, In the Line of Fire. In the Line of Fire. With John Malkovich, where he builds the... What is it? It's a, it's a, it's a polymer gun. It's plastic. Yeah. So not set up well, and people are doing that shit with, uh, you know, 3D printers now. Which is really scary. Yeah. I've, I've seen videos of 3D printed guns firing, and it's, you know, they, they break down after a certain number of firings, but... Yeah, but they're for sure guns. Oh, no, they'll work. Yeah. Though You can go home and print yourself up a gun. Yeah. I kind of thought when 3D printing came along, it would usher in this new era of technology. It didn't. No, it's, I mean, the, the like, the height of it is going to be making guns and dildos. Like, those... No, you know, that's I, what we do with every bit of technology. Is we make They're like can we either porn? kill someone with it or can we fuck it? <laughs> that's very true. It's very true. But I did see three D printed casts, mm-hmm. which are actually sh- shown to help uh, it accelerates healing faster. Yeah, because you're still able to use this hand and strengthen it. Like say you, you broke your forearm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's very tight. It's not like a cast where it's this big bulky thing and you can't move it. You can still do things with your hand and like you know, and it helps accelerate the healing process. And there was also a cancer patient who had a chunk of his sternum and rib cage removed because mm-hmm. it was cancerous and replaced with three D printed like titanium carbon stuff like that. Yeah, he has a partial Wolverine body. That's cool. Well, yeah, that's not to say that we don't do good stuff with technology. We do. It's just it all it always just ends up on those two things. Is can we can we kill with it or can we fuck it? Yeah, basically. You know what? Fair enough. I think that's a that's a I think that's a an accurate assessment of things, which makes me sad. You know, which makes me wonder what's going to happen when we been time travel. Yeah. Don't do that. I know what you're going to do. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. What is that? We're not going to have time travel. Time travel is not possible. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> then don't do that. Don't poop all over my dreams. No, see, here's the thing. I have very here's few of them. Here's the thing, man. The, one, the, the number one proof of that there will never be time travel is that there hasn't been any time travelers. Okay. But what if it's like Time Cop? 
It's all kept on the low low. Because you can't come back and change things. And you can't go to the future because the future has yeah, no they, they say that, but that's the first thing that's going to happen. But what if they're... Someone's ha- going to... Ch- someone's going to... And the thing is, is that there you go. Time travel. The first thing that's going to happen is either someone important is going to get killed mm-hmm. or someone's going to put a baby in someone that they shouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Why does that always... That's exactly the technology. We killed somebody we shouldn't have killed, or we ended up porking someone we shouldn't have porked, and then we made someone we shouldn't have made. Yeah. And now the timeline's all askew. Yeah. And then... so It's like, I went back in time, and I accidentally, you know, fucking shot the guy that, you know, as a baby who created cancer, and then I became my old great-grandfather. Fuck. So you went back and did the nasty and the pasty, and then you... You you are your own grandfather. (laughs) And then uh, you uh, you created a tangent timeline. Do you think that's what happens? Do you think timelines split, or is it all just one with like alterations? No, I believe in well, I believe in like I believe in the multiverse. Okay, so do you think that if we travel back in time, you're not gonna necessarily gonna come back to your original timeline? Could be. That makes me sad. Could be. Maybe that's how there's been. No I time read back. back in the back in very very long ago. I don't even remember who wrote it. But I read this book. I don't know why it stayed with me. But it was called Elvisy. Okay? Okay. And it it basically revolved around the idea that in the future, um, all religion has come to worship Elvis. Okay. And they invent time travel, and their idea is, is they're going to go back in time and bring Elvis. Because it's become like, like, the future's awful. It's not good. Well, clearly. And then they're going to, they're going to, like kidnap Elvis and then bring him to the future as like the savior of the future but what happens is is that like in the book like time travel is not like exact like you just go back to this point like you basically (coughs) shift you shift both time but you end up in an alternate reality and then so and I don't I don't know if people know this but um Elvis was a twin Yes, he was. He was a twin, and his twin died. Yes, he did. As as a as a, I think right when he was born or something. So in this alternate timeline, they um, they go and find Elvis, but it's not actually Elvis. It's the twin. It's the twin because Elvis died. Mmm. And it's an evil twin. He's not a good guy. He's not a good guy. Bummer. And then they bring back murder Elvis twin <laughs> to the future, and things are not so great. Well, you okay? So that's so, the problem. With it. It's just there's you cannot. There's no way anything good can ever come from time travel. That's not true. That's absolutely true. No, because what in Back to the Future Part Two they go to the future and there's um, shoes that tie themselves, hoverboards, and then the pizza hydrator. But that doesn't have anything to do with time travel. That should just happened in the future. But I want no. I want someone and to go forward to the be. future. We shouldn't have all that stuff by now. And yeah, no, I want someone to behave like, hey, you know, Black and Decker makes this thing where you put a little pizza in it, and then six seconds later, there's all kinds of bubbles and flashing lights and yeah, whatnot. But like and the ripple of you it, gotta like, have pizza. Who knows what you, what's going to happen from your from that becoming reality, like now. So that's the problem. I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. See, that's. Is you and you can't until you fucking do it. But then why are and people then doing it? You, you you go into the future, you bring back a pizza rehydrator, 
<clears throat> and then you end up killing someone important and putting a baby in someone that you shouldn't have. That's it's that's what's gonna happen. It's time travel. But what if you can't? What if you come and you go, hey, pizza hydrator, and then you bam back to you like you're literally here for ten seconds. And then you bam back to the future. What if the future is just like, like maybe we went just banana sandwich with this food rehydrator, which was, at the time seemed really good. And we're like, yay, we can feed everyone on the planet, and then come back and it's just massive overpopulation. Yeah, massive overpopulation. <sighs> Why see this? Ah, oh, science is stupid sometimes. Okay, so. I was reading a thing, this is this is not unhappily thing to do with anything, but I was reading a thing where someone was asking a question of why um, is if the earth is getting heavier from, like, all the dead people, mm-hmm. and if it would eventually become so heavy that we'd fall out of orbit because of all the dead people. That made my brain hurt. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Do they not understand that bodies decompose, the coffins that they're in are break down, and that those are reabsorbed? I don't think by they the understand earth? many things. The person who asked this question does not understand a lot of stuff. Well, didn't <laughs> I read this thing that an actual U.S. senator who was sitting on the U.S. Science Council or whatever mm-hmm. thought that if we harnessed the wind, mm-hmm. we would use up all the wind? Yeah, and it that it was so... a finite resource. Yeah, yeah. That's not how any of that works. I am not a scientist by any stretch, and even yeah. I, I wish someone would have been like. What? Yeah. Like, I'm going to stop all these proceedings, Madam Secretary. It was one second. The fuck did you just say? Yeah. Like, are you serious right now, sir? Like, how did you... Are, are you legally retarded? Yeah. How, why are you here? How are you here? This I need is, to see your ID. What is going on? Like, do you... Are you... Is your... Yeah. Like, do you need a nurse? Like, full-time? Like, Pandemonium. Oh, God. So that's what should have happened. Real quick, before we get too far off topic. Okay. We had talked... We had mentioned Mythbusters. Yes. Okay. Did you know? Okay. Okay. That they did a myth busting about Point Break. Did they? They did. And it was the skydiving scene without the parachute. Uh-huh. Or that if, like, Patrick Swayze jumps out, right? And right. then, like, maybe 10, 15 seconds later, Keanu Reeves jumps out after. Right. And Patrick Swayze's going slow for skydiving because he right. doesn't think Keanu Reeves is going to jump out after him. Keanu Reeves basically made himself into a, the, the, the Reeves bullet. Yeah. He's like, whee! Because, yeah. you know, he streamlines his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he... Because Swayze's all spread yes. out. Yeah. And he catches him. Right. That can happen. I, yeah. In theory. In theory, yes. And they did it. Technically, yes, it can happen. You have, it has to be very precise with the time. And you have to, like, seriously, you have to bullet yourself to the ground. Where, you know, and basically, like, his shirt would have gotten ripped off. And he probably wouldn't have held onto the gun all the way down to the bottom like he did. You know what I mean? Yeah, he probably would have passed out. Basically, yeah, because he reaches terminal velocity in, like, six seconds flat. He's just like, what? So it probably, that, if you manage to avoid that. It's an unlikely scenario. But it's plausible. That's that's how they described it. Yes, it was plausible. And I was just like, point break. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Point break. So, but I just wanted to bring that up real quick. Going back to our technology discussion. Yeah. You had said that you, you believe in the multiverse theory. Yeah. Which I believe is... And as well, I believe that we live, you know, there's an infinite number of Earths mm-hmm. and an infinite number of parallel universes right next door to us. We just can't access them or see them. Yeah. Um, do you think it's at all possible that that might be one of the scientific frontiers that we break where, like, we actually are able to access an alternate dimension? Sure. Not in our lifetime. We don't have the technology for it? I don't think so. You don't think it's possible that the government, like, not being conspiracy, you know, not being Alex Jones, but... 
Um, prisonplanet.com. Um, <laughs> where you don't think it's at all possible that, like, the government has, like, some scientist was like, hey, I figured out interdimensional travel. And the government's like, dope, let's see what, what's going on. And they open it, and it's just all fucking, you know, crab monsters and, you know, snake, you know, lizards. Yeah, it's just a nightmare. Like, it's just, it's just a crafty and nightmare. Right. Okay? And they're like all, nope, destroy that. Yeah, maybe. I think it's possible. Maybe. It's like, see, I think, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard, I, I don't remember what the guy was doing. It, the, it was like this, this guy worked for like the CIA or something. Uh-huh. And um, <clears throat> and then he was found in his uh, uh, he was found in his hotel room mm-hmm. like d- dead yeah um, but he was he was zipped up in uh, oh in a duffel bag in a duffel bag yes with, and there was a lock on mm-hmm. the duffel bag and it was like sitting in the in the tub in the tub and they were yes. like suicide yes I I was in that they're like in- that 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 guy did something like that. Yes, exactly. And there was another one, I want to say it was Vince Foster, who worked with the Clintons and stuff like that, where, like, they found him in his apartment. Uh, two bullet wounds to the head. Yeah. Suicide. Yeah. Guys? Okay. <laughs> How? Yeah. He shot himself twice. He was all, bam, bam, real quick, just before the first bullet entered into his brain. He's like, I got time to squeeze off one more. He's like, cha cha No. He was murdered because he knew or saw or found something he wasn't supposed to find. Yeah. Yeah, I, Exactly. Bill Burr. And, and, and that one with the, the duffel bag, they actually even tried to prove it. Uh-huh. And they had, like, a guy in a bathtub with a duffel bag, and he was trying to put himself into it and zip it up and lock, and lock it. it. And, they, you know, I guess they tried it, like, for a couple of days. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, it's... It's impossible. You can't do it. And they're like, no, it's still a suicide. <laughs> but then I would love to be that one government agent who's all, yeah, suicide. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like... Oh yeah, okay, good. I'll see you guys. Yeah, the realization of like, I'm I'm in a bathtub right now with a duffel bag. It's like, look, this guy can kill all of us and just walk out and everything's fine. This, yeah, it was a suicide. I told you, it was a suicide. I I know these guys. It was a murder. No, whatever. I'm with you. We know. Yeah. Um, Bill Burr has this joke about how when you become president, I believe it was Bill Burr. Okay. It might have been Joe Rogan. Where, like, you, you, you have all these grandiose, like, ideas. And, like, I'm going to have total transparency. We're going to shut down Gitmo and all this other stuff, right? And then you get elected president. And they're all, hey, that's great. Come here. So they take you into this, like, sub-basement of the White House that no one knows about, like, in terms of the public. And they show you completely new footage of the Kennedy assassination from a completely different angle. Or they literally show you the dead bodies from Roswell. And they're like, okay, here's what's going to happen. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Let me just sign those documents right there, and whatever you guys want. I'll be in the Oval Office getting a sandwich. Which, which is actually one of the. I mean, uh, it was one. It's one of the main reasons why I'm. I really, really, really want Bernie Sanders to win. Um, because I think he's. <clears throat> I think he's the only candidate. I mean, this is, this is my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think he's the only candidate that will literally, like, will actually really try to do the shit mm-hmm. that he says he's going to try and do. Like for once, yeah. I um, and and I want to see how that goes. I don't want to get all political on the podcast or anything like that. No, I understand, but, but I think just... it's I think it's important that we do get political because it, it's a big thing. It's you know, it's yeah. the president of the country is a big thing, and um, I haven't necessarily followed enough about Bernie Sanders. I, I've been kind of paying more attention to what's happening with Hillary Clinton and her emails and all this other stuff, and I've been paying mm-hmm. attention to Joe Biden. 
to see if he's actually going to run because, in my opinion, and again, just my opinion, I whoever is the next president, if it's a Democrat, it's going to be a one-term president. Mm-hmm. He he or she will not get reelected. I promise you that. Um, I I want it to be Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. because he I like a lot of his ideas. Number one is that college should be one hundred percent free. Mm-hmm. Taxpayers should pay for it. He's proposing an eighty billion dollar plan to pay for college. Uh, you know, for for everybody, mm-hmm. um, and that breaks down to every tax paying American in this country. As of, I think, 2014, it breaks down to an extra $33 a year. Okay, yeah. I'll pay that right now. For real, yeah. Um, he describes himself as a democratic socialist. Mm-hmm. He has some socialist ideas that I don't necessarily agree with. I don't like the whole everything goes into one big pot and everybody gets an equal share. I don't agree with that because not everybody does an equal amount of work. Right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but, <clears throat> excuse me, the idea of a woman president is very attractive to me. Mm-hmm. The idea of Hillary Clinton being president it's terrifi- it yeah. terrifies me. Yeah. I think she would be a horrific president. Yeah, it has like <clears throat> literally nothing to do with, a woman. with her being a woman. I, I think that we are actually very far behind the rest of the world in the fact that we've never had a female sitting in the highest office of the land. You know, in India, you've had Indira Gandhi, you've had Margaret mm-hmm. Thatcher in England. Why The fact that we haven't had a female president, or even a female vice president for that matter, is pretty ridiculous. In my opinion. Sure. Um, but I think Hillary Clinton and Carly Fiorina, the two your female candidates who have the best chance of actually getting elected, is just no, no, thank you. Yeah. Not a, in no way, shape, or form. I feel the same way. See, and, and the thing is, is I'm actually not paying a whole lot of attention mm-hmm. to what's going on right now. Right. And, and that's probably a really shitty thing to say. But <clears throat> the thing is, is that I've, I've, I've been following Bernie Sanders, actually, for many, many years now. Actually, mm-hmm. even before... Obama was president. Right. Um, I was, I was, I was a fan of his YouTube channel, um, because even as a sitting senator, he would, you know, um, he's put out like these YouTube channels, basically being like, "This is what the fuck is wrong with everything." Right. This is how we fix it. Someone should listen to me. So for me, it's already zipped up. Like I already know who I'm gonna vote for. Right. Okay. Um, and maybe it also has to do with, I am terrified to my core of trump becoming our president um and so it's one of those things where it's like i don't want to look at it because it's too scary yeah it's too scary it's (laughs) almost like yeah it's it's weird because it's like remember when you were a kid and you first watched evil dead yeah and like you watched it like this yeah because like you're like i can't look directly at it because it's too scary yeah but if i watch it thus wise it's fine Mm -hmm. i feel the same way about donald trump because it's like there's no way that people can actually consider this a good idea. And there, there are, are so many. There are so many. <clears throat> but none who of are you, you? I don't even know any of you. I don't. I can't imagine any of you who would watch this would honestly consider Donald Trump a, a good. That's it. I, I literally don't know any of these people. I, I don't either. I can't um, think of one person in my life that. I know some people who are supporting Ben Carson, and I'm like, have you ever listened to him talk? He's, you know, he's a, a brilliant surgeon. He he separated conjoined twins who were joined at the head. Right. They shared a major vein, and okay. he made it work. Cool. That's awesome. Stop. Yeah. Stop right there. Yeah. <clears throat> make him and make him surgeon general. That's not even a joke. Sure, make him make him the the leader of the doctors. Yeah. President. The, the do- yeah, president of the doctors. Exactly. He's the he's the doctor. Yeah. 
Um, that's about as far as I want him to go. Yeah. If I'll tell you this, if Ted Cruz gets elected by some fucking Faustian miracle, I'm leaving. I don't mean America. I mean Earth. Yeah. I am pack. I am gonna go be. I'm gonna colonize Mars, <laughs> and I'm gonna rename it something awesome. Even more so than Trump. Donald Trump is not motivated by conservative religion as much as Ted Cruz or Ted Rubio or those guys are. He's Ted uh, um, Donald Trump has spent most of his life as a registered Democrat. It's only within like really like the last five to ten years that he's become a Republican because he's donated a lot of time and money to Democratic um, Democratic sure. causes, including Planned Parenthood. Which I support wholeheartedly. Sure. The fact that they, they want to abolish it over videos that were fake really kind of bothers me. Yeah. Um, but Ted Cruz and, um, and Rubio and Carly Fiorina and a lot of the Republican candidates and, and Rand Paul, they're motivated by religious conservatism and you know being religiously conservative. And that scares me because they, they hold to the notion that they can use their moral beliefs to make people better and to behave and do things their way and I don't hold to that. Well, okay, then let me ask you this. And again, coming from a place where I'm not really following shit. Mm -hmm. um, if Trump is not really running off of that sort of thing, mm -hmm. why do you think that he's leading so so well in the Republican... Because he's, he's playing on people's fears. Right. Fear of, uh, you know... Think about this. You're aware of the, the mass immigrant migration the refugee migration from you know the middle east syria stuff like that into europe mm -hmm. where half the population of syria alone has fled the country mm -hmm. literally people just got their shit and left like they yanked their kids out of school if they were even going to school mm -hmm. and they fled the country <clears throat> if we had that from mexico here the country would have already shut down like we would already be embroiled in civil war yeah because we have a very fragile just-in-time society where, like, every grocery store has about three days' worth of food for their neighborhood. Right. Not the city, just the local neighborhood. That's why that's why there's so many grocery stores everywhere. Right. Um, you know, and trucks have to make deliveries every three days. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and you're having situations in England and in Paris and stuff like that, more so into deeper Europe, where supply trucks that are taking stuff to grocery stores and gas stations and stuff like that are being hijacked and ransacked so they're not even able to get their loads to the place they need to go. So the people in that neighborhood, well, now they're running out of stuff. So they're going to take it from other people. And it's just this giant circle of nonsense. And it's just nightmarish. It's hellish over there. Mm -hmm. If we had that here, the country would have shut down, would have broken down. There'd be no rule of law. It would be Thunderdome out there already. Because we, yeah. we can't, as a country, we can't handle it. And Donald Trump is playing up to that. Yeah. He's saying, yeah. You know, Mexico is sending over drugs, drug dealers, cartel members, and let's be honest, he's not wrong. They are there. The cartels are active in this city in Albuquerque right now, as we speak. Sure, they are. However, not every single person that comes from Mexico is a cartel member or a drug dealer. Exactly. They just want they want a chance yeah. at a better life. Yeah, I completely respect that. Right. Come over legally. That's... Do what you want to do, and just just for the chance. And that's the thing. It's like they're like they will admit. I'm not guaranteed anything. I just want a chance. Mm -hmm. I can respect that. That's I just a, want a chance. That's what this country was made for. Exactly. <clears throat> it's as we've discussed on this podcast before. There's no guarantee of happiness. There's no guarantee of success. There's no. You're, you're allowed the chance, the pursuit of happiness. Mm -hmm. And that's all they want. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump is ignoring that completely and saying they're coming here for our money. They're coming here for our jobs, for our free whatever. Mm -hmm. They're coming for your, your women and children. 
he did bring up a point that kind of scared me that I didn't realize that there's such a thing in this country called sanctuary cities mm-hmm. where if you're an illegal immigrant and you're arrested in one of those cities, they will not deport you. Okay. I don't agree with that. If you're here illegally and you commit a crime, they should deport you. Right. Just like if I go to Paris. I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to look into I'd have I understand. To research it. But like if I go to Paris mm-hmm. and I commit a crime, <clears throat> I'm, I'm expecting to face criminal charges and punishment over there and then to get deported Back to America to face additional charges. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't, some cities here don't do that. I don't necessarily agree with that. But the idea of Donald Trump actually becoming president. And like, well, hey, rest of the world, I know we were kind of a joke before. Well, here's com- a lot more ammo. Please kick us in the teeth with it. Yeah. Because that would be the worst thing that could happen. Yeah. No, seriously, like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. But I just, I include the, the Donald Trump thing. Like, if... Donald Trump, Ted Cruz, come president. Like I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I can find a hot air balloon. This is just me and my stuff and my kid just out of here. I'm, I'm going to up my way to fucking Australia and just be like, hey, good eye, mate. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I'm here to solve your megafauna problem. Let's get started. As a camel spider is all. Exactly. And they're all... And you're like, this is better. Oh, they <laughs> would be. It's all standing yeah. in the eye wall. This is ten times better. Yeah. Um, I, and then as I land, I'm like, I'm here to solve the problem with the foxes and the rabbits and the overpopulation. I'm here to help you guys with that. They're all, or are you a doctor? As long as you don't look into it, yes, yes, I am. Right. Let's get started. Yeah. See, I think I... See, I have, a, I have an out. I can, I can always go to the Philippines. You do, because you're, you're part Filipino, so you can... Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm first generation you know, uh, out. So mm-hmm. I, I could just, I could just go become a citizen. No problem. No problem. I, think... I could just show up that I'm here. Motherfuckers. Where's my, where's my Filipino passport? Thank you. Then I need to become a citizen of another. <sighs> I don't want to go to the Philippines. Vote Bernie Sanders. Cause I don't want to go to the Philippines. Yes. Vote. And even if you <laughs> don't vote Bernie Sanders. Okay. Like in my opinion, the hierarchy is like Bernie Sanders. Okay, mm-hmm. Joe Biden, mm-hmm. okay. Hillary Clinton, and everyone else. Yeah, Joe Biden. If it came down to like Joe Biden and Donald Trump, I would still have to vote for Joe Biden yeah. simply because like I cannot, in good conscience, vote for any of the Republican candidates. Yeah, yeah, I just can't. Mm-hmm. Is I can't. Yeah, I just can't. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah, that's all. And then um, I uh. It's October, it is. which means it's Halloween time. Ugh. No, why ugh? I was just... Why do, I don't want to... It's the best time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year, as the song says. How come there are no Halloween carols? Well, there's like there's the Monster Mash. No. You know, I, did you ever watch 30 Rock? Some, yeah. Okay, did you... Well, Tracy Jordan, he put out a... Um, yeah, Hall, it's it's like Thriller or Monster Mash or Ghostbusters. Um, he put out a, like a, a novelty holiday album called The Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah. I was like, why can't they make that a real thing? Like, actually shoot that. <laughs> like, I'll throw some, <laughs> I'll kickstarter that. Right. That would have been great. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there are no Halloween carols. You got Monster Mash. I mean, come on. And then everybody plays Thriller. Right. And then everybody plays um, Ghostbusters. Right. But that's like it. I don't know, I just listen to Misfits. No, but I mean, like, because, you know, they have, like, Christmas carols. They have, like, you know, 
we three kings of Orient are. And um, yeah, but the, well, the reason why is because all of those Christmas carols are religious, based on religion. That's true, because they're all going to see Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could probably find some old like pagan chants or something. And... That's fine. <laughs> I'm like, what is? Are we? Are we raising something? Right. Okay, we're gonna skip that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've just never been that big of a fan of Halloween. I know, I know, most people are like, Halloween's my favorite holiday. It is, and I don't even have, a, I don't even have a favorite holiday. Like, I just don't even. You know what? I'm in my 30s. I'm already just a curmudgeon. You are a very bitter old man. (laughs) I don't care about holidays. Honest to God, I don't. But what about Thanksgiving with the turkey, the pumpkin pie? It's just inconvenient, man. Well, I don't think so. It's really inconvenient. Like, everything's closed. The only thing convenient about holidays, not Halloween, is that, like, traffic is awesome. Like, on Thanksgiving, traffic is awesome. You know what's not but closed? there's nowhere to go. You know, uh, that's not true. You know what's not closed on holidays? Hmm. The movies. Well, yeah, that's what I don't really do. Is I go to the movies. Yeah. I always love that, like, it's, especially on Christmas, it's like, it's all peace and let's be happy and healthy. And in the <coughs> movies, there's two things showing. A fucking horror movie uh-huh. or an action-adventure bloodbath where people are getting ripped apart. And it's like, for sure. You can go see people die on, on Christmas Day. Yeah, I spent my Christmas a couple years ago seeing uh, um, uh, Django Unchained, like, because it, it opened on Christmas. It day. opened on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah that was one. Of, yeah, I was there. It was a little... <laughs> Christmas. Exactly, <laughs> holiday season. Yep. Like, um, I remember. <laughs> I remember back in 1996, Scream was released during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. I remember, that. and then since I think around that time, that's when everybody's like, "Oh, we should release something really violent this time of year." Yeah. And they do. It's for people like me. It presents you a, ha- a happy alternative. But I'm starting to see trailers for Christmas movies. And I'm like, wow. Why? How come nobody ever makes a movie where it's like, fuck Christmas. Just fuck it in the mouth. I'll make that movie. I believe you will. I'll yeah. help. Yeah. I mean, like, the only thing that saves Christmas for me is the movie theater and Denny's. Uh, Denny's. Yep. I love diner food. There's certain members of my household that aren't big fans of diner food, but I'm like, you know what? No, they're wrong. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to be wrong. Yeah. But I love me some diner food. You know what's the best? It's all American Slam. It's mm, pretty good. Bacon, sausage, some eggs, some hash mm-hmm. browns, which is my favorite form of potato. It's pretty good. More so than the French fry. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Hash browns. Oh, the ultimate skillet from Village Inn. I haven't been to Village Inn in so long. Neither have I. Everybody talks about the pie village in, right? Yeah. But they always talk about French silk. Yeah. It's the most overrated pie on earth. It's all right. It's, it's all right. It's not great. I just don't like chocolate that much. Really? Yeah. Are you not big on sweets in general? Not really. I'm just, I'm just now discovering this about you. Really? That is interesting. I don't feel as if I know you. Yeah, no, this, this beach body was not built on sweets. It was is built on, on on savory snacks, like uh, chips. Really, I'm not big on chips. Then what do you eat? Um, I don't know. I like I like I like sandwiches. Mm, I do love a good sandwich. Like this, like it, I my my sweets are covered with cereal. Like I could eat cereal for every meal every day for the rest of my life. Like if I could get away with that. 
that would be just fine. Well, I'm glad you can't get away with that because that's horrific. But I understand your point. <clears throat> like, I could live on a solid diet of blueberry. So that's a good part of Halloween. See, and I always preferred Camp Chocula. I, like, I also like Frankenberry. Frank- See, I don't like really chocolate that much. I know. So. I have, when it comes to cereal, you know what my favorite one was? Hmm. Honeycomb. Honeycomb's pretty good. Honeycomb was the best. I also like Corn Pops. Well, Corn Pops is a little trick, kids, from your old Uncle Bobby. You have about three minutes to eat the entire bowl. Because otherwise everything gets all soggy and yeah. you're, you're just eating exactly. Yeah. You're just eating giant clumps of yellow snot. And it's mm-hmm. gross. Yeah. And you have to power through it. See, my favorite cereal is Super Golden Crisp. Okay. And um, I don't even know his name, but that bear is the shit. It's the honeycomb bear. Right? No. No, it's um. No, I know. It's, okay, the sugar. He just wears a t-shirt, and he's just like stoned, <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you want some cereal?" Everyone's all, "No." I knew you did. <laughs> all right, I'll catch you chumps later. You're lost, B. Yeah, he's the best. He's the best cereal mascot. Really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Captain... I would take. I would. I would take him over, Captain Crunch. Really? Yeah. I would I would put him up against an army of cereal mascots. And led, he would win, led by Captain Crunch. Yeah, because he would. It would almost be like this this drunken fighting style. He'd just be like, <laughs> he couldn't well, touch him. But here's the thing: shouldn't Captain Crunch be an admiral by now? I think there. I think there's some uh, some some shady things in his past that probably oh. he has a lot of children on that boat. <laughs> Plus his eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. I uh, there's there's some there's some shenanigans and you know revolving funny? around the captain. You know what's funny? I think all those cereal mascots are always surrounded by children. Uh, that's not good. If yeah. you if you make things specifically for kids, you spend all your time with kids. The government is watching you. Just FYI. Yeah. I want to see Chris Hansen sit down with the Lucky Charms leprechaun. Yeah. Like he's like, oh, I'm here to deliver cereal to this young to this this 14 year old girl. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you have a seat? Have a glass of tea. Yeah. Oh, he's done. Yeah, see, like, the, see the, the Super Golden Chris Bear, like, he's the only one that's not that. Like, he's on the streets. You know what I mean? Because he's baked all the time? Yeah. And he ain't got no home? Like, he's hanging out with the other dealers. He's, like, the weed dealer, the coke dealer, and then he's the cereal dealer. He's like, I got some cereal. You want it? <laughs> he's like, I got the, do you got the money? I don't give a shit either way. Like, he's the best. That worries me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like you know what I always wanted to do when I was a kid because I used to go home after school and watch all the cartoons, right? Like Tiny Toons and Animaniacs and Batman the Animated Series, right? And of course you're you're inundated with commercials. Yeah. And I used to, what used to bug me was the Cheerios B. Mm-hmm. I wanted to catch him, mm-hmm. okay, and just rip off his stinger really? and watch him writhe in agony and die. Why don't you like him that much? He's just annoying. Please He's be. like all Cheerios. They're they're honey and they're they're healthy. Shut up. Well, bees are pretty annoying. But I wanted to pull a stinger off, and while he's like screaming, like ah, ah, start like driving it into him. Yeah, I I went real dark with it. All right. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. I just wanted to hurt him. I don't know why. <laughs> he's annoying me. <laughs> Same thing with like Elmo and Sesame Tree. I'm sorry, but like puppets also just creeps me out. Okay. Okay. In general. But then Elmo starts talking and he's like, he's got a speech impediment. Right. He's clearly brain damaged. Right. Like, he's on the autism spectrum hard. Yeah. I was like, and, and he's... Yeah, because he lives in his own, he lives in, like, a world in his own mind that's made out of crayon. Exactly. 
No. Should burn him alive. Yeah, really. I don't want to hear him screaming. The jurors talk to him and shit. Yes, like, everything talks to him. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's like, okay. And then talk about high. Snuffleupagus from Sesame Street? Mm-hmm. Damn, he was high. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He probably hangs with the fucking Super Golden Crisp Bear. But was it, wait, hold on. Which one was it that nobody ever, so Big Bird always talked about Snuffleupagus, right? But yeah. no one else ever saw him? I think that was supposed to be the original idea. The conceit? Yeah, but like, just later it... Just kind of yeah, petered out? Everybody. It's kind of like, kind of like Family Guy, where like they just, they just never make the decision whether everyone can understand Stewie or not. Well, clearly they can. Some episodes, yeah. But no one ever talks about the fact that A, Brian is a talking dog, and B, at one point he had a human girlfriend. <laughs> like At many points, actually. And, and all that it entailed. Didn't he have a kid with one? Yes, he has a kid. <clears throat> a, real, a real monstrous kid. He's a little shit. Yeah. My, did you ever... I, I My favorite episodes of Family Guys were like the road to wherever, like the road to Germany. Is like, sure, yeah. That's uh, so The best episodes funny. are always the ones with Stewie and Brian. Yeah. And, uh, and the road to Germany, there's a part where they're trying to get back to... Uh, they're trying to get into Berlin so they can steal plutonium to power their time travel portal thingy. And uh, they, they're they flying back and they're, the, the German Luftwaffe is coming in and they're outnumbered. And then uh, Stu is like, oh no, we're not. And he looks up and it's Falcon from Flash Gordon and all his Hawkmen. And the Flash Gordon music kicks in and they all go to war with the Nazis. I'm like, I would pay to see a live action version of this. Yeah. Like, why isn't this happening? Yeah. I want that in my life. Seriously. On, in my eyeballs. Those are always the best episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of hate for Family Guy. Isn't which it? I don't really understand. I don't either. I mean, I understand that it's like it's a lot, it's just reference humor mainly. Mainly, but I don't know. I kind of enjoy that. But the thing, the, the reason why I personally, I personally think that Seth MacFarlane is a genius mm-hmm. is that he has harnessed that thing, the thing in comedy, where he takes a joke and then he runs it so far until it's not funny anymore. Mm-hmm. But then he just keeps going with it until it's funny again. Yes. He's very good at that. I love that shit. Especially when Peter falls down and hurts his knee. Yeah. And he goes on for like, a, I swear, a good minute and 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. By the end of that minute and 30 seconds, you're laughing again. Yeah. You got all the way or around like, the horn. Or was it like when Stewie's asking Brian about how his book's going? Mm-hmm. He just gets higher and higher in the pitch. He's like, how's it going? Yeah, it just keeps going and going again. Okay, yeah, you let me know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I love that, that shit. Funny. Yeah. I think Family Guy, I think it catches a lot of crap because for a while there, and I, I put this mostly on South Park and the Simpsons, it was cool to not like Family Guy. I think it still is. But I would guess I'm not cool. I like Family Guy. I'm sorry, but like cartoons reach their critical zenith for me when with Futurama. Yeah. I identify with Philip J. Fry. He's I my spirit animal. That show. I loved it. I still love it. He's my, my boy. Nice. I'm I'm right now I'm just I'm I'm all about Rick and Morty. And Gravity Falls? Gravity Falls is pretty great. I have not watched either of those. And to be honest with you, I have not seen a single episode of Adventure Time. Really? No. Adventure Time is a great show. I I understand that and I I, I get that there's a lot of craziness to it mm-hmm. and that it's worth the watch. I just have never it comes on all late. I'm tired. <laughs> I guess and do the dishes. It's already eleven. Oh, that's right. You watch you watch TV shows when they air. No, that's not true. You, you have a DVR. I I do have a DVR. DVR some shit. Mayhaps I shall. 
Maybe I'll go home and set the DVR to record some Adventure Time and just give it a give it a whirl. Although I have seen that video of um, the dog Jake making bacon pancakes, set to uh, New York by Alicia Keys. That's my jam. That's pretty good. That's that's my that's my lady jam. Yeah. Um, on that, I think we should take a break. Oh yes, we'll take a break and then uh, we'll come back for part dose. Welcome back to uh, part two of this uh, episode. Um, <clears throat> when last we left you, we were discussing cartoons mm-hmm. and whatnot. But uh, you said that I watch TV um, right away. I don't. I have several episodes of shows I need to watch from this week alone. I have The Flash. Mm. I have Arrow, which the season premiere of Arrow was amazing. You should have watched it. I didn't, I didn't even finish last season of Arrow. Fair enough. And I also have last week's episode of Doctor Who, which I have not finished yet. It's so good. I, you know what? It's I, so good. I, I'm not arguing, man. I, I'm loving Capaldi. Doctor Who is so good right now. It is. And the also the unfortunate thing is, is that like the the relationship between him and Clara mm-hmm. is becoming rock fucking solid. And she's leaving. And she's leaving. So that's going to be rough. Mm-hmm. But you know, it works out for them, I guess. Drama. Just, I wonder who they're going to bring in as the new companion. You know, you know what I would like, hmm. honestly, is I'd like a season with Missy as a companion. That would be pretty sick. Yeah. Did you like? Did you when you were watching him with Missy and the interactions? Like, don't don't you think it's like I kind of want them to be together? Yeah. In a way, it's like I know that it's kind of a dude or whatever, but not really a dude because the Time Lord and they can be whatever, but me. Well, and she's like, he's my boyfriend. You know, she's yeah. she's all in on that. So, and uh, I I would love to see, yeah, like I'd a season to... of him like fucking reining her in, or trying to, or trying to, and then yeah, you know, like she may screw him over at some point in the episode, but she'll always come back to do the right thing. Yeah, because you know she's still a time lord at heart. Yeah, or hearts. Yeah, I would I I'd be down with that. That's that that's what I would like to see happen. What about um? The girl from Unit that everyone wants to be the new companion. What's her name? The scarf? Yeah. Yeah. No? No. Why not? I don't know. Well, she's dead, but... Well, no, because, like, there's been stuff shown that she's gonna be back this season. Oh. Somehow. Somehow. Aye, aye, aye. Okay. Well, I just... She's... They need to get away from these whole things with the companions being these, like, young girls who are, like... All wide-eyed, in, in <clears> love with the doctor. In love with the doctor. I, yeah. I, well, they, I would. I, I mean, if they don't, if they don't have a season with Missy, I want them to. I want them to have a dude. I can see that. How about a season with no companion, just the doctor? But now he needs someone to play off of. Yeah. I I can see Missy. Um. For me, in terms of, like, who was the best companion... I know we've discussed this before. My favorite companion is Clara. Yours is? Well, Rose is number oh, okay. one of all time. But, yeah. like, 
you know, of the, you know, more, the, more the, recent. the more recent ones, I would have to pick Clara, even over Amy. But Donna Noble yeah. was probably the best overall. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. And see, that's why I'm saying Missy, because I think Missy is like a Donna Noble to the nth degree. Because she's, yeah. I, 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 the more you say it, yeah, the more I agree. I think this would be great. Plus, Missy's going to be around the whole season anyway. Yeah. She wasn't in these last two episodes, but, like, the way she ended it with the Daleks, which is a really clever idea. It's like, okay, what the hell is going on now? So you know it's not over. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I could see Missy as a companion. Yeah. I think that'd be interesting. Uh, that would be pretty that'd dope. Be a, that'd be a cool turn of events. So, is, is Jenna Coleman going to be there through the Christmas specials? Yeah, as far as I know, yeah. Or just the, and that's her last one is a Christmas special, right? Probably. Okay. That's a bummer. It is a bummer, but, you know. You know what, I wish. It's actually probably time. I, it is. It is for her. Yeah. Um, I wish Matt Smith had stayed for one more season with her. Yeah. And then we should be going into a new Doctor right now. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of feel like when you leave a companion with a new Doctor, and then the companion leaves. Mm-hmm. You just, it always feels like, well, she just didn't stay because she didn't like the doctor. You know, it feels like hollow. Yeah, but see, I don't think that's going to be the case no? this time around. Especially, and, and we'll talk about this again after you've seen last week's episode. Okay. Um, I started it. Because there was, there's, there's a moment in there where it was just like, okay, like, cemented, mm-hmm. like, these two. Okay. And I was actually like, uh, Heartstream. Okay. Okay. I will watch it. Yeah. I may have to go home and watch it tonight. I would. I would suggest it. Um. I'm. I'm. I know there's a lot of backlash against the getting rid of the sonic screwdrivers for the sonic sunglasses. You could Pete. You know what? People could shut up. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. Um. It doesn't have to be the same thing every time, guys. Yeah. Like Doctor Who, the nature of the show is about change. Yeah. Companions come and go. The doctor comes and goes. Mm-hmm. It's just the way it is. And I think that having something as petty as a, as a Sonic sunglasses that you don't like, it's like, come on, guys. Look at how good the writing is. Look at how everybody's acting their balls off. It's like, come on. Yeah. Especially this season. This season is just... They're... It's bananas. Mwah! Exactly. So good. Exactly. This season. Um, um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying the doctor with his uh, guitar. Playing the, the Doctor Who theme on the guitar whilst riding a tank. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. He wasn't even driving the damn thing. He's just riding it. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's dope. Well, you started this week, right? So you saw yes. he's doing the. I, and see, one of the. I, I liked the affectation of him using the chalkboard mm-hmm. last season. I wanted to bring some more of that back in. I would like to see that. But I, but I like the fact that they did away with his coat and, you know, like they didn't make him as stuffy. Yeah. He's more fun. But I also like that he's more aggressive. He's like angry. He's an angry doctor, and I like that mm-hmm. because you know, you had a little bit with that with Eccleston, a little bit of angry doctor. Mm-hmm. Then you had at moments scary doctor with David Tennant. Mm-hmm. But at no point were you ever like afraid of Matt Smith. No. Even in Demons Run, it's very lighthearted. Yeah. Um, but this doctor, you know, where he's yelling at ghosts and stuff like that, it's like yeah, it's great. What's not, I, I, I think Peter Capaldi is going to make a great Doctor. I hope he sticks around for a few years. At least a few years. I think he will. I'm hoping for at least five. Yeah. I want to... Yeah, I, 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 would like, I would like him to, by the end of his run, have the title of the person who stayed the longest. 
how long did Baker stay? Five. He stayed five years? And he holds the title right now, right? Yeah. So we have to get four more years of Capaldi as a doctor. I'm quite all right with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. As long as he has the right companion. Yeah. That's, I, I think I do agree that that dynamic is very crucial. Mm-hmm. And it can make or break the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know necessarily. Uh, for a while, when, I, when Jenna Como, everyone thought she was going to leave last year, I thought that the actor who played Danny Pink would have been a great companion. Yeah. Him and the Doctor just broing down across the universe, for sure. Yeah. That would have been alright. I'm down with that. Yeah. But, for the most part, the companions have always been, has, have been, for the most part, female. For the most part, yeah. There have been some dudes. Yeah. Like, uh, Mickey. Yeah. But he was there because of Rose. Yeah. Well, I mean, the very, very first Doctor was two, two ladies and a dude. So... Um, I, I I really hope the next Doctor is a woman. I'm okay with it. I would love to see... Because Haley Atwell has said she'd love to be the Doctor. Yeah. That she wants to be... she for, She's like campaigning to be the first female Doctor. I'm 100% on board with that. Alright. I, but I personally want to see Emma Thompson. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Fucking Emma Thompson in like, you know... I want to see her in a dress. You know? Yeah. Like, maybe, like, an old Victorian-style dress. Mm-hmm. But she's got a sonic screwdriver, maybe the sunglasses, and she's fucking riding in some Victorian London on a dinosaur. Yeah. Like a T-Rex with, like, rings on it. She's like, hey! Quit doing that! What's up? Like, yeah, dude. That'd be great. I'm totally down to see Emma Thompson as a doctor. But I don't know if we could actually get her to do it. I mean, yeah. that's a big deal. Yeah. Oh, so one of the things I did want to talk to you about... Uh, did you see that thing that Daniel Craig said about playing James Bond? Yes, he's done. I think I think that some of his some of what he said, I think some people are taking the wrong way. Well, he said that he'd rather slit his wrists and play James Bond again. But people are, I think people are are are, are not taking because he says right now, like is like the thing that he's saying. He he keeps putting this like right now on it, mm-hmm. and the thing is is that. You gotta understand, he just came off, you know, shooting Spectre. Uh, Spectre. Mm-hmm. So he's probably just James Bonded out right now. I'm sure he is. Just, just as I'm assuming that when, you know, all the guys are done shooting the Avengers, like, I don't want to pick up the fucking shield again. Mm-hmm. For a while. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's got one film left on his contract, because he signed a contract for five. Yeah. Um, he has the option, though, of opting out after this one. Right. He can say he's done. And I think he will. I honestly think he I will. I think he will. He's, but I think just the comments itself, like people are freaking out about the comments, I think people need to, to see that it was like, he's in this this time right mm-hmm. now where he's just come off the shooting and he's like, he's probably like, I don't want to hear a fucking thing about James Bond right now. Yeah. Plus, I think that, you know, it's a very physically demanding role. He's not the youngest guy. Mm-hmm. So he has to put himself through hell to get in that shape. Mm-hmm. Number one. Number two... He spends six months out of the year making that movie. He has to stay in that James Bond hit space for six months. That's got to be taxing. Yeah, and then now it's, I mean, with Inspector, when Spectre's coming out, he's got to go on the the publicity for it. Yeah, it's like, when, yeah, a movie, like a giant tentpole movie, mm-hmm. you're making that movie for two years. Yeah. Um, plus, they're already working on the next one. Yeah. They're already writing the next one. They're already, you know, doing shit for the next one. And so, now, of course, the big... To do is, if he does retire from the role, which, you know, in, in my opinion, he's earned the right to do. 
Sure. He's made four. He's made three really good James Bond movies. I'm assuming Spectre is going to be great because it looks fantastic. Yeah, I love Skyfall, mm-hmm. and I thought Casino Royale was great. Mm-hmm. Quantum of Solace is good. It's not what it could have been. Quantum of Solace is one of those movies that I know I saw, but I don't remember a thing about it. Exactly, and I actually I own all three of his James Bond movies. In fact, it was the only James Bond movies I owned, mm-hmm. um, just because he's my personal favorite James Bond. And he's the, he's the closest James Bond to the books. As I've been, I really appreciate as I've, as yeah, many people have said that he's like actually, there was a big controversy like he's too aggressive, he's too violent, and everyone's like, have you read the books? James Bond is an asshole. Mm-hmm. But now, of course, they're talking about who who would possibly replace him, and it's funny to me because I guess the three front runners right now are Idris Elba, mm-hmm. which, yes, yeah, Tom Hardy, mm-hmm. which, I would set things on fire if he became James Bond yeah. over Idris Elba, yeah, okay. And then Michael Fassbender. I would set more things on fire. Why? Because I don't want either one of those to be James Bond. I want it to be Idris Elba. It needs to be Idris Elba. I understand. We're we're, we're and if they don't give it to me, then I need then I need another season of Luther. Well, or they, people are gonna fucking pay. <laughs> okay. Uh. We here at the Something Heavy Cast do not advocate violence based over casting decisions. However, we do understand. I didn't um, say how they were going to pay. <laughs> um, well, I know for a fact with Luther... I'm just saying that owe me, yeah, they owe me money. <laughs> with Luther, I know that they've <laughs> talked about one more season. Fuck yeah. And they've also talked about a movie. Yep. The problem is, is that Idris Elba is extraordinarily busy. Yep. Because whenever he is in between movies, he's off DJing in Ibiza. I know. And fucking Amsterdam and Prague. And he's like, hey, let's dance. Everyone's like, cool. He's like, all right. And so then they dance to beat beat music. Yep. Or EDM, as the kids call it. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's him and Diplo up there throwing records. And just, I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> so, like, whatever. Yeah, like, because that, that, I guess that's his that's his passion mm-hmm. is, is being a DJ. Yeah. And he loves it. Yeah. So whenever he's not actively shooting something, that's where he is. Even when he's shooting shit, he's like, oh, I'm off for four days. Later, he goes yeah. to Spain and he plays some festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that I think that uh, in his first James Bond movie, James Bond should DJ a party. I think you should stop right there because you're going way too far. I think, personally, <laughs> I would be happy with either of the, any of those three choices. Um, my, I would be I would be more uh, I would I would be more into Michael Fassbender than Tom Hardy. Yeah. Why? Um, I think we've talked about this a little bit before. Yeah. I think I think it sounds shitty, but I think Tom Hardy is too good of an actor to be to get himself stuck in because he's I mean now he's doing Mad Max, um, and then if he becomes James Bond, because they've already said there's going to be at least two more Mad Max movies. Uh, yes, but now there's talk of George Miller doing stuff in the DC Cinematic Universe, mm-hmm. which if that's true, he's tied up for at least two years. Yeah. I mean, look at Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder has been in the DC Universe for the last, he did Man of Steel, what, 2013? Right. Okay. And, and fucking Batman vs. Superman. Well, I mean, he was in the DC Universe with Watchmen. In 300. Yeah. 300, yeah. So he's been there for a while. Um, I, I think that in, in my opinion... If George Miller does decide to run off and play in the DC universe, then that pushes Mad Max back a ways because he's not because you know he's not just going to be like okay well let me crank out another Mad Max quick and then we'll go make Aquaman. Well, the thing is, as, as far as I understand is he actually has scripts for the next two movies, but they need to be rewritten and 
fleshed out and all that kind of stuff. I understand that. And that's great. But the DC's doing everything within their power to catch up with Marvel. Mm-hmm. And so if he did sign with them, which I I, I, I believe he did, and if he's going to make a DC comic book movie, he's going to have to move very quickly because they want those movies out. Because yeah. they're day by day, they're losing ground. Especially now that Marvel announced three more mystery movies that are coming out as part of Phase 4, which... Exactly. Black Panther got moved up. Captain Marvel got pushed back. And then I heard this rumor today. So, you know that Fox is making two X-Men television shows. Right. Legion and then the Hellfire Club. Okay. Which, I'm going to tell you right now, those are both going to last one season. Just... I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to watch them. Uh, Because as far as I'm concerned, right? Doctor Strange happens. Then Infinity War... And I'm tapping out. I'm done. Are you really? I'm done. That's and there's going to be a whole lot I'm going to be missing in between. I give, I don't give a fuck about Jessica Jones. I don't give a fuck about... Uh, Black Panther? Yeah, Black Panther. Uh, Captain Marvel. Daredevil Season 2? Don't give a shit. Really? I, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will pop my head in to check out the Punisher. Because I think it'll be pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like... I'll, I'm so excited about it. I well, I am. burnt the fuck out, you so, guys. Anyway, <clears throat> the rumor is that when, in order to agree to that deal, that Fox, that Marvel could have access, that Fox had more access to more of the comic book characters from, from X-Men, because they didn't own the rights to Legion or any of the Hellfire Club characters. Like They used Sebastian Shaw in X-Men First Class, but like all the other ones, they didn't. Right. A lot of the other ones, they didn't. Yeah. Like Madeline Pryor and shit like that. So, Bring back Kevin Bacon. He, well, they might. He's doing TV now. Um, but in order for that deal to happen, the rumor is that possibly Marvel was getting back the rights to Fantastic Four. And that that's one of the three mystery movies. Is that Marvel's going to have those rights back and they're going to make the correct Fantastic Four. I don't think it's possible, to be uh, honest with you. And, and it's possible? It's, it's not, I, I don't, and, and I'm not saying that Marvel getting Fantastic Four back. I'm saying I don't think it's possible to make a good Fantastic Four movie. You could be right. You may be wrong. I think. For all I know, you may be right. And holy shit, don't do this. But I think that the only way you could do a Fantastic Four right is do it as a TV show. Because it's just too big? I think it's too big. Yeah. Um. Don't do it, please. Like, because I'm not going to watch it. I don't care. I don't care anymore. Wait, hang on. You know what David Tennant is in Jessica Jones, right? Okay. He's the purple man. Is he playing the doctor? Is it the doctor? Yes. Well, then I'll watch it. (laughs) You know what makes me sad? I don't know anything about Jessica Jones. Well, all you need to know is that she runs Alias Investigations. She used to be a superhero. And she's a violent drunk. Okay. That kind of sounds like, um, Powers. Well, it's better than Powers. Because it's... Powers was alright. I kind of liked that show. I know you did. Um, it was all right. It was like, I kind of felt bad about myself watching it, but well, I, I, I got through it. Okay, so like I see I see David Tennant and stuff all the time, right? Yeah. Like he's always doing plays because he's a Shakespearean trained actor, which right. a lot of people don't realize, which is shocking to me. Um, he's in that show with the murder. Broadchurch? Broadchurch! Which was a great show, not it, the American version. I, I watched Grace Point, the American yeah. version, and it was just 
a basic shot for shot remake of Broadchurch. Yeah. Broadchurch was better. Broadchurch was great. Um, I haven't seen series series two yet. Okay, but he's also done. He's, they have series two out yet, do they? Yeah, so it's coming anyway. Oh, and he's also in Jessica Jones. Like David Tennant does stuff. So who's the so what's where's the Matt, wait 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 where, the, wait wait here's my question where's Matt Smith, what is he doing? Um, he's Skynet. Oh, that's right. Was he Skynet? Oh shit! Spoilers. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah, basically he's Skynet. Oh, so he's a bad guy. <laughs> he's in he's in that movie for like approximately two and a half seconds. Really? Yeah. I'm not gonna watch Terminator Genesis. I, yeah. I tapped that Okay, up. so yeah, it's just spoiled the shit out of it. But yeah, basically it's like, um, Skynet becomes, like, he's, he basically becomes like the, like, like, it's like the living embodiment of Skynet. Uh-huh. Which, like, they've, they've changed, like, they've changed now when, uh, fucking Judgment Day happens, it happens later. Uh-huh. Because, um... Skynet becomes an OS called Genesis, and it's basically put in all the devices on the computers, the phones, and everything. And then, but it's basically like a worm. So once once the OS goes live, it's Skynet. But he, Matt Matt Smith is basically like they made a he's he's basically a Terminator, but it's like he has he is he is Skynet basically. And then he somehow turns John Connor into a Terminator. A Terminator, basically. Yeah, I saw that because they reveal it in the trailer. Like, yeah. like what? So John Connor, John Connor is a robot now. Yeah, and so he goes, and then they send John Connor back in time to kill his own mother. To basically to create Genesis. And does he? Yeah. And does it go live? And it, it all happens. That sounds so I saw that movie stupid. a couple weeks ago, and, like, I don't even remember. Because it was ridiculous. Yeah. Why did they have to make any more after Terminator 2? Because Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, there were parts of it that were, that were really cool, where it was like, you know, the, the term, it turns out the Terminator's whole job was just to get him to Cheyenne Mountain so that they could survive Judgment Day, because it was going to happen no matter what. Yeah. Okay, and then you had Terminator Salvation, where Christian Bale lost his mind on set, and he yelled at that poor guy. Did you ever hear the Family Guy mashup with that? That was funny. And then I, I watched both of those. And I just remember the movies left you with this kind of like, okay, and? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, who cares? Terminator Genesis was basically fan service. Every frame of that fucking movie is like, hey, do you remember Terminator 1 and or 2? Because <laughs> here's something to just like it. Kind of. Remember? You remember. Like, yeah. That's, that's all it is. That's disappointing to me. Um, I think, and I guess I, I heard this, that Predator is getting a complete reboot. See, I think they should just go fucking, they should just go crazy with these properties. Like, instead of trying to, like, like doing these reboots or sequels or, you know, trying to get them out again, mm-hmm. like, they should just be like, you know what, fucking who cares, let's do, let's, let's, let's legit do, like, an Alien versus Predator movie, but let's throw the Terminator in there, too. Okay. Fuck it. That, yeah, I think they should. And then, like, I think the Predator lands on this. Like, they drop a bunch of alien eggs mm-hmm. onto this world after Judgment Day when the robots are fighting the fucking humans. And everyone's like, what's that? So then the humans are, like, kind of caught up in the middle between the alien, the Terminator, 
uh, fighting the aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for some reason, the aliens are actually winning those contests because, like, they're just spitting acid and shit on everything. Yeah. But then the predators show up and they start hunting down all the, all the, uh, the aliens. Just everybody. Everybody. And it's set in Detroit. I want it to be set in old Detroit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then at the well, end that's of the movie, what's going on in Detroit right now? Anyway, <laughs> exactly, yeah. But then, the, at then towards the end of the movie, like just before the credits roll, like the human survivors are held up in this bunker, right? Mm-hmm. And they find this like storage, like this stasis thing, and they open it, and and this thing like raises up out of the ground, right? Mm-hmm. And this thing comes down, and it, this mask comes off, and it's Alex Murphy. Weird. And it's like that's immediately for the sequel. It's it stops. It's all din din din, and then it's like you know. All this shit will be back in Aliens versus Terminator versus Predator versus RoboCop. Yeah, and then in the sequel, what they could do is so once they, once they get all that, the properties of that shit all tied up, uh-huh. right? Because fucking uh, Warner Brothers, you know, have been trying very unsuccessfully to figure out what the fuck to do with all their old monster properties. Yeah. For the third sequel, so we've got Alien versus Predator versus RoboCop versus Terminator versus Dracula versus the Wolfman versus the Mummy. Mummy's boring in the swamp thing. Creature from the Black Lagoon. These guys. <laughs> and then just these, these, all these motherfuckers versus eighties monsters. But you know, robots. you know what would be great? Hmm. It's like they're all fighting, right? Uh-huh. And then like one of the Terminator senses something. He looks up on the hill and it's Dracula, and he's out in the day because of like the nuclear sky and all that. Like he, the sun's not coming in, mm-hmm. and I want him to just like like start levitating. He throws out his hand and just fucking monsters just. Rawr, coming down the hill yeah. and the humans are like oh shit yeah. and then I want somebody to like as he's firing gun a man just, just to turn at the camera and be like oh seriously yep yep and then and then once like and then it'll be like just this this battlefield and everybody's facing off right okay and then like then suddenly someone hears like the, the horns of Gondor they're like what and then like over this hill right the dudes from Supernatural are just like all right. They come fucking mm-hmm. driving over, right, with Jack Bauer and um, the fucking Die Hard, fucking you know, just on the roof, yeah, just shooting. Okay, that's fine. But then what I want is I want that. So then the the Winchesters drive the Chevelle straight into the heart of the battle, yeah. and you got fucking Dean firing his forty five, and Sam's unloading with a double barrel shotgun, and Jack Bauer's like you know yelling at Chloe, but Chloe's dead. He's no one there, and he's just, he's crazy. Then what I want is there's this like, horrible shriek, right? Mm-hmm. Giant Muto comes flying out of the mist, right? Mm-hmm. Slams in a bunch of people like he's eating pre- predators and terminators, and everyone's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Right? And then from the other side of the battlefield, you just hear another scream. And you see, like, Godzilla's tail light up to his crown. He's all, Wah! and he fights the Mutos. And everybody's like, shit, okay, that's great. But then, out of the sky, mm-hmm. comes the Sulaco. Right. And guess who's piling it? Oh, yeah, that's Ellen Ripley, bitch. Oh, shit. Hey, Ellen Ripley's coming. Mm-hmm. And she's piloting it, and she's like, Hicks, take over. Hicks, and he's all burned, right? He ain't got no yeah. eye. And he's like, I got it, baby. And he's all flying the plane. And then she steps into her power loader suit. Only now, Bishop, who they sewed back together with, like, electrical tape and barbed wire and shit, Mm-hmm. He's turning into like a full on like like battle robot thing. Mm-hmm. He boots her ass out the plane. She lands in the middle of the field, mm-hmm. and it's go time. Yeah, she's crushing predators, and like slamming down terminators, and it's just like lasers and bullets and fucking Sam Winchester and all kinds of shit. Yeah, and see, the only thing I would change about that, yeah, the only thing is that right when they fly out, and you're like, holy shit, right? One of the tremor worms comes out the ground, mm. right? And swallows the ship, but then it's just all just blasts out the back. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. 
And then so this whole battle's going on, and then the trim worms are like slinkies, just fucking coming up out the ground and eating everything. Right yeah. Okay. I like that. And I don't even give a fuck how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted that for an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. Just nonsense. Yeah. Do we get to see any Jaegers at some point? Sure. That'd be cool. Yeah, we should get Del Toro in on this. Oh, yeah, after he built. You know, no problem with it. That movie, I'm telling you, I would watch the shit out of that movie. I'd watch that hard. several times. I'd watch that so hard. I'd take it behind the middle school and get it pregnant. Yep. See? Yeah. You worked down, Hollywood. What's up, Hollywood? We just took your the way you, the shitty way you make movies, and we just made it golden. I'm not saying you're gonna make a billion dollars. You're gonna make a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And you can make that movie conservatively, sixteen million. Yeah, it's all rubber suits and shit, man. Yeah. Do it all practical. Oh yeah, totally across the board. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you can get the guys from Supernatural because they're committed to that show, like you read about. Yeah. Then just whoever directs it, basically, there has to be like a, a, a thing on there where it's like, if if this is a technology that existed after 1985, it's not allowed to be used on the production of this fucking movie. Exactly. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But when the Sulaco crash lands, mm-hmm. I want Razor Bishop mm-hmm. to just be like, "Oh, go." And then I, out of him comes running nothing but Starship Troopers. Ton, like thousands of them. Okay, Because right. the Sulaco is a big ship, right? Yeah. And at the front, you got Casper Van Dien, Johnny Rico. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's like, you want to live forever! And then they run to the camera. Credits. Yep. It's like, oh shit, what? What? There's going to be number four? Yeah, there is. Yep. Number four is coming. Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. 2022. And if they don't let me direct it, I nominate James Gunn. And if they don't let me write it, I nominate nobody because then you can't make it. Because I will make that shit delicious. I will serve it up to you on a tray. Yeah. It'd be good. So there you go. You just you guys just got like the plot of the best like four movies you could ever see in your life. And I'm sorry, but like they clearly all lead into each other. Yeah. They all write each other. And I'm going to tell you which side wins. Not the Terminator. No. They all die. I, in fact, I'd be fine with it if at the start of number four, they're all completely wiped out. Sure. Because one by one, the side's got to start getting picked off. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, but at the very end, mm-hmm. I want to see... It's Sam Winchester. Mm-hmm. Dean is dead. Okay. He got ripped apart by a fucking predator. All right. Okay. But by one of the bad predators. Right. Because there's two sides, there's two factions. Yeah, okay? of course. But then at the end of the movie, I want to see Godzilla, mm-hmm. Dracula, who now has no arm... Okay. Okay. Sam Winchester and a fucking predator. They're all standing, all four of them. They've all they've all got their weapons ready to fight, right? Mm-hmm. But then you see Sam throw the shotgun over his shoulder. The predator's disc goes back in the thing. Godzilla's like, you know, he powers down. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then Dracula just like wipes his mouth and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's just a nod, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they also go into Shepard Ways, but want to see Godzilla go. And he marches off back to the darkness. Yeah. Done. Fiend. There, if you got to work a high five in there somewhere, and we're good to go. Dracula can't high five. Oh, that'd be funny if everyone's on. He's, like, he's only missing one arm. He's got yeah. another arm. But the question is, how does it get ripped off? Because he can regenerate. We'll work out all the details later. Yeah, we'll work out all those details. I mean, maybe he just didn't have time. Maybe he's got to focus. <clears throat> maybe it's slowly going back. He's just got like a stump right now. Yeah, a little mope. Yeah, it's just he's got time. a group fucking. 
But what'd be cool is like, in order to gain power, right, to be stronger, he feeds off of one of the predators. Yeah. And like, he's able to like make predator spikes out of his hand. Yeah, he gets predator powers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then they throw him a plasma caster and he's just all, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. And on that note, we'll see you next time. Ain't gonna top that. So, good night, everybody.